with Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. The first thought in my head when I woke up this morning was, at least it's Friday. <laughs> and it's not. <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> I know. At least it kind of feels like, I don't know, Thursday kind of feels like Friday a little bit. I think it's, it's automatically going to feel better because the weather was so nasty yesterday yeah. that whatever we get today, it's got to it's gotta be a little lighter. There, I don't think there's any rain in the fork. There's, there's some fog out there, so just be careful. If you're on the river right now, lots of fog. Uh... But it's just going to be cloudy today, like 42, 43, I think. It's fine, you know, but that's better than 32. That's true. And better than rain all day like it was yesterday. Uh, I'm excited because our first Hot Country Nights show is tomorrow night at Ballpark Village. Clay Walker. Uh, If you don't have tickets, 923WIL.com. So come on out and join us. It feels like Hot Country Nights was just yesterday. It always comes back around. Yeah. And I'm like, here we go, Ballpark, eight more weeks. Because, like, for real, every Friday night until, I think, the middle of March, we have a concert ready to rock. Yes, and we will be there. So don't even tell me that you have nothing to, bo- nothing to do one weekend. Yeah, because we've got your Fridays covered. That's for sure. And we've got a whole lineup. So if you haven't seen that, 923WIL.com. We're going to do the Eric Church Confessional at 730. Your chance to win some Eric Church tickets. Yes, I have more to confess. Yesterday, I was like, Casey, we're doing confessional tomorrow again. She's like, wait, you have more to confess? I was I was an active youth, okay? I was doing things. Seems like I was pretty <laughs> inactive because I got nothing left. <laughs> so we'll do that at 7.30, your chance for Eric Church tickets. We've also got uh, Monster Jam tickets at 8 o'clock with the Big Three. Good morning. Thank you for hanging out. Again, if you are out in the fog, be careful driving through that. Always a dangerous time. Uh, good morning. 92.3 WIL. Casey covers country on 92.3 WIL. Tyler Hubbard premiered the new music video for his song, Dancing in the Country, yesterday on Facebook. And the video features somebody very unexpected. I don't think anyone saw this coming. It took me by surprise. I'll say that. Former NFL football player, actor, TV host, Terry Crews is playing the leader of a motorcycle gang, (laughs) enters a bar and finds himself in a dance-off. I'll take you dancing in the country. He's got boots on. Yeah. He's playing the whole part. He's got moves. He does. Terry Crews is a renaissance man, I think. He does everything. Did you know that he designs furniture? (laughs) No. He's an artist, like an actually really good artist. This I'm telling I did you, not know. He does everything and he's got huge muscles. Well, I'm thinking, okay, Tyler Hubbard, super cool guy, Florida Georgia Line. We love them. Obviously, yeah. Tyler rocks. He was just here for Jingle Fest. But how do you pull off getting Terry Crews to line dance <laughs> for your disco country music video? <laughs> Stuff he's done and then getting to meet him in person. He's now nah, I'm even a bigger fan. He's one of the coolest dudes in the world. Super <laughs> Laid back and down to earth and funny and humble and, and just everything you hoped that he would be. And uh, he came in and crushed it. He actually came in a day prior and learned a bunch of choreography and uh, was just really super talented. Learned really quickly and really did a great job on set. Um, and the energy was just amazing. And Not only does Terry Crews say, yeah, for sure I'll be in your pop country music video, but... Yeah. There's choreography. All right, let's do it. Yeah, I'll be there a day in advance. <laughs> I will, uh, I'll make sure that I know this like the back of my hand. <laughs> and I, he did. I got to say, whenever I heard this song for the first time, I'm picturing 
bonfire, and I'm picturing the dancing is outside. Like, okay, in, outside in the, like, in the like country. Like a bonfire, like a bunch of people just hanging out, you know, drinking, whatever. Okay. Uh, tailgates, you know, are open. People sitting on tailgates. That's what I'm thinking of. But this is not that. This is like in a bar. This is a dance-off. Yeah, it's a dance-off in a bar. That a motorcycle crew gets themselves into. <laughs> yeah. What's one to do but to dance? Yeah. You can watch it on our Facebook page. I just reposted it. I don't know if I have access to our Instagram right now, but if I do, I'll post it there too. Just follow us on all the socials at 92.3 WIL. Remy and Casey. Remy, hang on to your pants because I'm about to blow you away. Oh my gosh. The first things first, I need to ask a couple questions. Who do you never travel without? Um, I never travel without, this is embarrassing. I never travel without my little wallet picture of Amanda Bynes. <laughs> And which circa like 2003. Which actress's clothing have you bought in auction and keep in your basement? It is movie memorabilia, first of all. Who is it? It is Amanda Bynes. And who is besties with a pair of dancing lobsters? Uh, that would be also Amanda Bynes. What are Amanda we doing? Amanda Bynes! Yeah. It's the all that reunion fans have been waiting for for a long time. Amanda Bynes will reunite with her former Nickelodeon co-stars at the upcoming 90s con. Wait, she's going to be there? She's going to be there. She's, wait, she's making a public appearance? In fact, she told People Magazine, I'm really excited to reunite with my castmates and meet the fans at 90s con. Are you kidding me? Uh-uh. Oh my gosh. Let's go. Dude, if this song doesn't bring back those 90s feels. Let's go. It's been such an Amanda roller coaster over the last like 15 years. <laughs> that is she saying was the least. <laughs> 90s, 2000s starlet who just disappeared after, you know, like drugs and an unhealthy lifestyle. and Face you know, tattoos. Face tattoos and the whole child acting of it all, yeah. I think just kind of ruined her for a little bit. But it looks like she's come back. So she was in that same kind of situation that Britney Spears was in with a conservatorship. And I think that that ended in like March or May of last year. So maybe this is like her first. She's free. Yeah, she's free. She's going out in the community. She's she's doing that thing. Wow. Well, you we got to find Remy a plane ticket, a way to get him to Connecticut to go see Amanda Bynes at 90s Con. I just happen to be Amanda's number one fan, please. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Everybody's her number one fan. Oh, yeah? Does everybody have Amanda's face tattooed on their ass? Remy does. So. <laughs> My only tattoo that nobody knows about <laughs> is Amanda Bynes' face. <laughs> I had to tell you about it because oh, it's so man. exciting. I miss her so much. I, I really am anxious to see how she shows up. <laughs> I hope this is a door opening for more movies. Yes. Amanda Bynes is back. Just people. got a text from my mom who said, I missed the opening of your show, but I heard about Amanda and that was enough for me. She's speaking of Amanda Bynes, who is apparently making her first public appearance in years. I'm glad that your mother is even up to date on your obsession with Amanda Bynes and that it didn't end in 2005 like her career. Yeah, I was going to say, she, she, my mom lived through my obsession with Amanda Bynes there in high school. Your mom's got Amanda Bynes clothes in her basement. And a whole bunch of like magazines and memorabilia. Oh my and, gosh. Do you have was, a whole like just chest of Amanda things? It was, yeah, yes. It was weird. It was very weird. And it still is weird.
Gosh, I just hope so. I really hope she shows up to 90s con with like some blonde hair, some... Do you think she'll like she'll return as the Amanda Bynes that we know? No, I think she'll be fully face tatted, but <laughs> I, I would love if she came like she used to look. Man, it will be so interesting. I can't wait to to see the footage from this. But yeah, if you missed that story, check it out on the 92.3 WIL Facebook page. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Well, the early odds are out. And who do you think is on top? Predicted to win the Super Bowl this year. They're in the mix. They're in the mix. No, really. You're not totally wrong. Is it the Eagles? It is not. They're also, they're second. Is it the Uh Bucks? Don't think too hard here. Bucks are out. Yeah. Don't think too hard about this. You know. The Vikings? No. I don't know it. (laughs) It's the Chiefs. Oh, how about that, girl? Chiefs are predicted to win the Super Bowl at this point. From an odd standpoint, there are eight teams left. The ranking goes like this. Chiefs, Eagles, Bills, 49ers, Cowboys, Bengals, Jags, and Giants. Oh, my gosh. Look at the Cowboys really getting in there. They did. And uh, if you watch that last game where their uh, kicker missed, I think, four four kicks. Man, crazy. Shout out to the Chiefs then. Yeah. Uh, not only are the Chiefs the number one seed in the conference, but Kansas City has Andy Reid as their head coach. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is their quarterback. So uh, those factors alone make Kansas City pretty dangerous this time of year. They're plus 310 right now, which means that if you were to bet $100, Casey, you would win $310. The Giants are at plus 3,000. So if you bet $100 on them, you'd win $3,000. So pretty easy numbers there. But... I mean, just double that, you know, 200, you know, $6,000. You start to go up the chain. I so. need to take classes on this. It's it's super easy, honestly. Uh, you'd almost have enough if you were to bet on the Giants to to pay for like three-tenths of a second of a Super Bowl commercial <laughs> of Jeez. your own. Super Bowl one, 1967. The average cost of a 30-second commercial was $37,500. Wow. That's 1967. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl 57 this year, 2023. The average cost for 30 seconds is $7 million. And you know that a lot of them are a minute. Oh, yeah. And a lot of the big companies have multiple, like Doritos is going to have multiple commercials. That's what I was You know that Pepsi is really gambling. Pepsi, AB. All of them. Oh, my God. I mean, we're talking probably the bill for just a commercial, a couple commercials for one game is in the neighborhood of like 60 to $70 million. And to think of some of these jank commercials that they're spending $7 million yeah. for us is that like the ones that it happens and then everyone looks at each other and goes, mm, that wasn't very good. <laughs> that wasn't very good. I, and you said yeah. $7 million? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And, I, and there's always the local commercials that kill me. Like. I don't know. I don't know how that's all weighed and measured, or how they. But you're, you'll always see a lawyer commercial always. locally in the middle of the Super Bowl, and I think that they have to like disperse those out in some way, shape, or form. But uh, seven million dollars for thirty seconds this year. Uh, the Blues will take on the Predators tonight at the Enterprise Center. To puck drop at seven, and we've got twenty-seven days till pitchers and catchers report to Cardinal Spring Training. Yes. 27 days, less than a month away from spring training, guys. Very excited about that. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL.
It's been 17 years since that 70s show went off the air, and a lot has changed for our old friends. It debuted on Netflix yesterday. That 90s show picks up two decades later and fills in some of the blanks that were left after that 70s show ended. So, I mean, it's a reboot. It's that 90s show. It's the same characters, but now it's it's about their kids. Oh, one of those. We've seen this happen with Full House, Fuller House, yeah. Boy Meets Girl, Boy meets Girl, Girl Meets yeah. World. Girl Meets World, yep. It's like, oh, let's follow the kids now. So are we feeling good about this or? I have not watched it yet, but I thought it was, I mean, I love that 70s show. So I think that the concept is hilarious still. If you really are feeling some type of way about these spoilers, now would be a good time to just turn the radio down for a couple seconds. But we get to find out where all the original characters are at now in their life. Eric, Donna, Kelsey, Kelso, Jackie, and Fez. So Eric and Donna are married. They have a daughter. They live in Chicago. Fez and Jackie broke up because now Jackie and Kelso are back together. They have a son, and the love interest of the son is Donna and Eric's daughter. Okay. And of course, Red in Kitty's basement is still a smoke-filled hangout spot for all the teenagers. <laughs> the smoking never stopped in the 90s. It just no, kept going. Exactly. It just got worse. <laughs> so is Ashton Kutcher going to be making any appearances in this at all? Well, he's Kelso, so I would assume that, again, I haven't watched it yet, but his son is a main character now. Okay. So I would assume that he will be in it. Um, I would also assume that Mila Kunis would be in it, which is super interesting now because they're married in real life. Yeah. Um, but for me, it looks like the actors that play Kitty, Red, Donna, Eric, and Fez are all 1,000% a part of it. Gotcha. I'm thinking I can probably relate to this. I never really got into the, that 70s show when it was on. Uh, but I feel like I could probably relate more to this because I was a kid in the 90s. And so now that the 90s are like cool again, mm-hmm. um, I could probably relate to this. I would, I would give this one a shot for I sure. I would actually like to give you the homework assignment of first finishing friends because that's number one on our list. I need to start friends first. Oh my gosh. Get to it. I'm so tired of it. And after you finish with friends, then you can start that 70s show because I promise even if you're more of a 90s kid, that 70s show is is way funnier. Okay. I don't need to watch the new one to know that the old one's where it's at. Yeah. Ashton Kutcher in his prime right there. You are a real Eric. Uh, Is that a... Is that mean? Is nope. that nice? That's just who I think you relate to the most on the show. Okay. So he's kind of a, a nerdy, Yeah, funny but he's guy. also the main character. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it I'll like follows that. his story essentially. Anyway, <laughs> if you've seen the show, let us know what you think. I don't know if I'm into all these reboots, but I'm down to watch anything that's good. So 314-954-9230. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. Casey, do you have any toys right now? Like toys from your childhood? Oh. Not like at my house, but I know at my parents' house, they have tons of my toys from when I was little. Like there's even a Winnie the Pooh that sits in the bedroom that like would have been my bedroom. Okay. Why do you keep that? Or why do you think your parents still have any of that stuff? Only my favorites. Okay. But I I also, my parents are kind of, they're the generation of parents that are like, just put it in a tote in the basement. <laughs> and they're yeah. leaving it all to yeah. me to go through someday. And what's awful about that is that I, my parents are the same way, but 
I have those same tendencies too. So there's like just totes in the basement. Right? Just random stuff that I'm never going to use, but it's there just in case. Uh, a new poll found the average adult keeps 20 toys from their childhood. 65% of people say they kept toys to pass them down to their children or grandchildren. And 57% say that it's because of sentimental value. Yeah. I for think me, those are good reasons. For me, I kept stuff because I thought that it would be worth money. Oh my gosh. So Pokemon. We're back to the beanies. Pokemon card. Yeah, right? No, Beanie Baby's still worthless. Uh, except for a, a few of the retired ones, but... Uh, Pokemon cards. Mm -hmm. I found my binder from when I was a kid and now my kids are into Pokemon. So it's like this really cool generational, like we're sharing the same love for something. So I, when I get in the car, when I get the kids from school, it's always like, let's talk about Pokemon Go. Let's talk about all these things. Let's trade cards. Like this is all stuff that I did when I was a kid. And I, I think that not only does it have sentimental value for me, but they're also worth some money. <laughs> this is crazy to me that Pokemon still has some sort of value after all these crazy, years. Crazy, right? Yeah. It's, it's like the name is bigger than like Disney and Lego. It's so worldwide and international. Uh, so yeah, I've got a binder full of first editions. So what up? The number one toy people have kept are Barbie dolls. Yeah. Lego is next, followed by Hot Wheels, G.I. Joe's, Susie Homemaker, Appliances, Fisher-Price Telephones, Light Brights. Slinkies. I want. I want you to show me a slinky from 20 years ago that isn't tangled. Yeah, <laughs> a metal one. Yeah. My my son got a uh, like a metal slinky for Christmas, and mm-hmm. I had to teach him the ways of the slinky because the second you mess that thing up, it's never going back. Yeah. Rubik's cubes, Nerf balls are also on there. Um, my Little Pony. Were you into that? At all? I don't remember if I had those. I do, I know for a fact in my parents' basement right now, there are Hot Wheels, there are Pokemon cards, and there are those stupid Christmas Barbies in a box oh, that you yeah. can't take out of the box because it might be worse than <laughs> someday. And I just don't believe it. Yeah. Though I don't think, I think, I, I feel like so many people have those holiday Barbies. Those, uh, they come in the bigger box. You just want to play with them. Yeah. And, and what's funny is some of those got handed to my daughter, I think last year or the year before, from from my wife's collection. collection. Wow. And we opened them. See. And now they just sit in a glass case. And they're just behind the, the, the doors of a cabinet now. They don't get played with. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and the Barbie just wants to be played with. She just wants to go out there and meet some Kens. Meet some holiday <laughs> Kens. Let's go. Uh, if you've got any toys, I want to hear about this. Like anything that you've kept over the years, maybe it's worth money. Maybe you got that first edition Charizard and mm-hmm. $250,000 card just sitting on it right now. 314-954-9230. Or you can let us know on the 92.3 WIL Facebook page. Remy and Casey. All right, we're back in the Eric Church confessional today for some Eric Church tickets. Your chance to win right now. I'm going to confess my sins. These are different ways I've gotten into trouble in my life. But one of them is a lie. Thank you for the music. I appreciate that. Got to play set, this organ over gotta, here. Got to set the mood. Yeah. You're very talented, by the way. I know. It's like two truths and a lie. All you have to do is identify the lie and you could win the Eric Church tickets. <laughs> Sorry, mom, in advance. <laughs> All right. Here's number one. I once snuck out of the house in high school to go watch a meteor shower with some friends in the middle of a cornfield. The car got stuck in the mud. We all got in trouble. And I came back with the most mosquito bites I've ever had in my life. That's number one. Sounds just like you. Number two. 
I shot the basement shower sliding door with a BB gun to see what would happen. Well, it was tempered glass, so it shattered and then fell into a million pieces on the ground. I told my parents I was practicing pitching by throwing pennies in the basement. Oh, my gosh. And <laughs> you, st- you still haven't paid for that back, have you? No. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. And my dad always took showers down there, so he took showers with, with just, no one, just one door. Oh. <laughs> Number three. I had a couple leopard geckos as a kid. And somehow one got out of the enclosure, which is dang near impossible because they can't climb up walls. They're not the the geckos that can suction two walls. I searched for days, never found it, and my family moved out of that house. So it is totally possible that that leopard gecko is still living in the house. That sounds like you too. They all sound like me. That's so, that's, (laughs) I don't even know. So remember what those were. And if you can spot the lie, you could win Eric Church tickets 314 954 9230. 923 WIL. Hello, who is this? Brandy. Brandy, is it me sneaking out of the house in high school to watch a meteor shower, me shooting the basement with a sliding door of the shower with a BB gun, or uh, never finding a leopard gecko that got out? Um, meteor shower. Yay! Good job. Good job. I feel like. Uh, that one I made up, but I feel like that is also something that I would have done in high it school. It is. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. You're going to see Eric Church. Awesome. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. If you... Oh, Florida Georgia Line, chill out. <laughs> if you think that you have had an embarrassing school drop-off line story, Ugh. get ready because the Luke Bryan family has a worse one. So, Remy, I know a few weeks ago, your the grandparents of your children had to drop off the kids yes. at school and the drop-off line. It gets intense and things it's, got scrambly. It is very intense. I mean, I can relate. Growing up, I had a lot of really bad drop-off stories, too. <laughs> I feel like everyone kind of gets it. Yeah. But this one is worse because Luke Bryan's wife, Caroline, was going to pick up her kids and her neighbor's kids from school last Friday before hand, she stopped at the store because she needed to buy a handle of Tito's for the weekend. (laughs) And then she headed... Priorities. Right. First the Tito's, then she headed to the school to grab the kids. I put it in the back seat. Forget about it all day. Going to pick up kids at three o'clock. Parents, teachers, students, everybody. All of a sudden, a door opens, crash. Here goes the whole bottle of Tito's. (laughs) Crash. A, A handle of Tito's. Nice. Shatters in the school parking lot. Crashes in front of everybody, and the sweetest teacher there comes to help me pick it up. And she and I'm throwing glass in the car, like under kids' feet. And, I, and she's like, "Oh, I'll I'll help you." I'm like, "No, no, no, no." I, she's like, "I'll help you." And I said, "I wasn't thinking." I went, "It's liquor." It's liquor. <laughs> I can only imagine uh, because she is the wife of Luke Bryan. Yeah. So I'm sure she's like, this is going to be on TMZ. This is going to be on every single news web. Like just how I mess this whole thing up and I'm drinking in the car and Tito's is everywhere at the, my kids elementary school. Hilarious. Yeah. And it's only like the bra. I feel like there's only a select people that this would happen to in the country world. And it's definitely the Bryan family. Cause they're For always sure. getting a little bit loud. They're always getting a little bit too rowdy. <laughs> of course they would drop a Tito's handle in the school parking lot and be too embarrassed to ask for help about it, throwing the glass under yeah. the kids' feet 
so they can go vacuum it out later. It's a metaphor for life at that point. Kids, put your seatbelts on. We got to go back to the store. <laughs> Mom needs her Tito's. Super gotta funny. Get handle. <laughs> she told the story on Instagram. I'll post that to our socials as well. I, this is one of the reasons I love the Luke Bryan family. Yes. Remy and Casey. Casey, I don't know if you heard about this, but the Loop Trolley is set to return to service this spring. You don't think I heard? I just feel like we need to unofficially name it. I saw this from one of my friends in Chicago. And apparently, in Chicago, they're running a contest to name six of their snowplows. And the names are great. Things like Austin Plowers. Cute. Uh, Lala Plowlooza. <laughs> Wait, so are they, are they going to say it like on the snowplow? Like yeah. the name will be on it? That's cool. Yeah, they'll paint them or whatever, put the name on them. Uh, o Plow Winfrey, because Oprah's from Chicago. Oh, okay. And of course, there's Plowy McPlowface, because there always is. Mm. So I got to thinking, much to the chagrin of like 98% of St. Louisans, I don't know who is on board with the loop trolley, but... Uh, most of us are kind of not into it. There's waste better of money. things we yeah. could be doing. All the things. So I want to unofficially name it. So I posted on the Facebook page. We want to unofficially name the Loop Trolley. And whatever gets the most votes is what we will refer to it from now on. Okay. Okay. I've got a couple ideas, including Loopy McLoop Loop Face, just to get that out of the way. It. Okay. It. Uh, crazy Train. Okay. Pain yeah. Train. Okay. Looper Blooper. Which I think is kind of fun to say. The loop trolley. Troll. Yes. Cute. Okay. Emphasis on the troll. Uh, get on that toasted rab train. No. Nah, I don't like that. Uh, the great boondoggle is what someone what? had suggested on one of the on one of the Facebook pages. Boondoggle is work or activity that is wasteful or pointless, but gives the appearance of having value, which I feel like is exactly what that is. Mm. Sometimes nostalgia just needs to live in the past and we don't need to revisit that. Okay. I did ask on the Facebook page, Deanna says, the little trolley that could, but shouldn't. That's, yeah. It could just be the little trolley that shouldn't. The little trolley that shouldn't. <laughs> uh, Linda, the waste of money train. Mm. Could have put a little bit more thought into that, Linda. Right. Uh, Matt says he's going the high, he's taking the high road, the Chuck Berry Express. <laughs> Thank I you, feel Matt. like that's a nice name for he it. He appreciates you know? it. Yeah. yeah. I wrote down a couple. I have the danger zone, the crash course. Okay. Yeah. The trouble trolley, death cab for Louie. <laughs> I like that. And the Delmar poop. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like the troubled trolley. Yeah. That's kind of good. Uh, if you've got an idea, 314-954-9230. We want to unofficially rename the loop trolley. The loop trolley is kind of a lame name Maybe anyway. if we embrace the awfulness of it. Yes. We can make fun like with it. That's exactly what I want to do. Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Casey, when you were out on the dating scene, so this is pre-Gingerbread Man, pre-engagement, all that stuff. Did you ever play hard to get or like make dudes jump through hoops to like get them to show effort, I guess? I'll say this. You're only making someone jump through hoops or playing games with them if you feel like they've got something to prove. Okay. If you like the whole package and you're in, you're in. That's it. But if you feel like they, you need some more out of them, then you'll play the games <laughs> and you'll see what they can do. This story is kind of crazy to me. I saw this. Some 22-year-old guy has been trying to track down his dream girl that he met at a bar 
after she only gave him part of her phone number. She wrote it down in a oh napkin. God. I love it. Along with her name, Jackie. But she left out two digits on purpose. And at the bottom, she wrote, trust me, I'm worth it. So basically, she wanted to see if he would jump through hoops to go through the hassle of figuring out what those two missing numbers were. There were 100 possible combinations. So the picture is hilarious because it's it's all of the number combinations written down on like a piece of paper and then lines crossed through the ones that oh he had gosh, gone she's through. Called. <laughs> That's insane. I mean, if they do get together and he, you know, finds the right number and they start dating, he'll never forget her phone number at that point. Never. I love that. I think that's so fun, actually, because if she's like, oh, yeah, this guy's cute. Let's see what he's got. Let's make him play yeah. this little game. If he passes, that would be such a great story. At the wedding. Yeah. His cousin tweeted about it on Tuesday, and most people seem to think that it's a fun idea. Some say it's a sign that she's demanding and high maintenance. But didn't actually come out of nowhere. At the bar, they bonded over true crime shows, and he bragged that he can always solve the crime before the show ends. So, oh, so that's like an inside joke. Yes. He's solving the puzzle. So the missing digits were like a challenge. So there has been an update. His cousin posted again yesterday after Jackie saw his post go viral, and she just DM'd him. The cousin told her that there are still around 50 numbers to try. Her response was, quote, he may not be as clever as he thinks. Give me his number. I'm taking over this operation. Crazy. Well, I think that's kind of fun, right? Uh, some some Twitter users are like, at 22, nobody is worth that. Uh, another one said, he needs to run now. Another user said, the effort, though, this is all we want. No, I love it. I think it's cute. Shout out to her and shout out to him for being down for it. Yeah, check out the... Uh, <laughs> Check out the fun tweets and the photos of all the numbers that this dude has tried. You can check that out on the Facebook page, 92.3 WIL. It's Remy and Casey, and we decided that we wanted to unofficially rename the Loop Trolley today because in Chicago, they're like naming all of their snowplows. Mm-hmm. And we like, that's funny. Austin Plowers, that's hilarious. Oh, Plow Winfrey, come on. Like, let's <laughs> let's come up with our own. And because the Loop, the loop Trolley is kind of like the butt of every joke in this town now, I thought of uh, Looper Blooper, the uh, crazy train, mm-hmm. Loopy McLoop face. I thought of Crash Course, or Danger Zone. Would you say Death uh, Cab? Death Cab for Louie. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. On the Facebook page, Loop de Lou. Cute. From Denise. Uh, Jennifer said Louie the Loop Trolley. But yeah, we're taking we're taking all suggestions right now. 92.3 WIL. Hello. Who's this? My name's Jim. Jim, what do you think we should unofficially call the loop trolley? I say the loop folly. The loop folly. Hey. That's a good one. That's a good one. Thank you, Jim, for the call. We appreciate it. You bet. Take care. 92.3, hello. What do you think the unofficial name for the loop trolley should be? I was thinking St. Looper. Oh, St. Looper. I like that. What's your name? Ryan. Ryan, thank you for the call, man. We appreciate it. Remy and Casey on the way out today. Remember, if you do not have your Hot Country Nights tickets for tomorrow night, the uh, Clay Walker show is going to be tomorrow night. Get them at 923WIL.com. Today on the show, we were were trying to unofficially name the Loop Trolley. I think we came up with a lot of good names. Yeah, lots of good names. And there's more suggestions that are flowing in here. Thomas says Money Pit. 
So that's uh, that's okay. an option. A lot of people, see, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. And a lot of people are saying they're going to try to get some of that uh, Stan Kroenke money when that when that Rams money comes through. They're going to be like, hey, we need to gas up this boy. <laughs> I know it's electric, but we need some gas up in here. Uh, Louis the Loop Trolley, run around. Jim says that lots of money pit. And Linda, I, I still feel like the waste of money train. We could have done better than that. We could have done better, but it's also the most direct, right. I think. <laughs> totally. If you've got a suggestion for the Loop Trolley name, the unofficial Loop Trolley name, go ahead and let us know on the 92.3 WIL Facebook page, where you will also find a story about how Amanda Bynes is coming back. Which is mind-blowing to Remy as his he is her biggest fan. Yeah, this is like my high school crush. Like if we just would have met in high school, we would have been married. He's got a wallet-sized picture of her in his in his wallet. <laughs> and and also in my suitcase. She travels right. with me wherever we go. And her clothes are in his basement. <laughs> These are facts. I'm not making it up. Go uh, go check out the 90s con that she's going to be making her first like public appearance since uh, her her conservatorship is over. Check that out on the Facebook page as well or 923wl.com. If you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the podcast, the Remy and Casey Show podcast updated daily, and we will see you tomorrow for a Friday. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Instagram at 923WIL.